the Alberta government recently announced some some changes to address primary care in Alberta and some steps being taken to, to fill that void that exists with so many Albertans unable to find a family doctor. So it's a new compensation model for nurse practitioners. So the government's trying to incentivize nurse practitioners to set up their own clinics, take on patient load, uh, perhaps as early as next year, uh, to at least give people something. But where do doctors fit in uh, to this uh, new vision of primary care? Let me just play for you a little bit what the premier said uh, Saturday morning on your province, your premier, when she was asked about this new vision for primary care and what about the role of doctors here? I've been asking the, the docs to, to see what they can do to expand their practices. I've been doing this for a year. We, we negotiated a new contract with them to give alternative payments models. Uh, unfortunately, we just weren't seeing progress. Every time I, I spoke with, uh, with doctors, I was told about how difficult it is to get doctors to agree to go into family practice. Only 10% of our doctors are graduating as uh, primary care practitioners. Many of them uh, are not opening up their own businesses. They're being physician assistants or they're being hospitalists. And as a result, we just don't have enough of our family doctors practicing that day-to-day family practice medicine. So um, we, we've created, our first step was to create an incentive for them to expand their practices. We're, we're going to be giving additional payments to help with the, uh, with the administrative burden of adding new patients on. We want to see family practices expand, but um, if uh, if it is the case that family practitioners just are have other higher value things that they want to dedicate their time to, we've got to find a way to make sure that patients have the service. So uh, pharmacists are a solution, nurse practitioners are a solution, and I think everybody should work to their full scope of practice. And one more here, and the Premier was asked about, you know, the, the prospect of a new deal with doctors and just the overall state of that relationship. You know, I, I think our relationship with the doctors is very good, and we do want them to feel valued and supported. And we know that one of the reasons why why doctors have, have moved away from running their own practices is that the administrative burden is is really difficult. There are literally, I think, thousands of billing codes. And can you imagine the administrative burden of going through that? So I want people to be prepared for what it is we're looking at because we're, we're creating this model first with the nurse practitioners. And as many doctors who want to, to sign on to this model, we'd be happy to work with them too. So we're going to provide a base fee of $85,000 so that they can cover their administrative costs, get an office, make sure that their overhead is covered, that the lights stay on, that they can get their phones set up. That is going to be something that provides that one level of security. And then we're going to ask them to have a particular size patient panel, minimum of 900 patients, so that they, we can then have them managing that patient uh, panel on a per patient fee basis. And so that should remove a lot of the administrative burden. Okay, so there's uh, some explanation from the Premier about uh, these changes, what it all means. But joining us for some thoughts, very pleased to welcome to the program here this afternoon, Dr. Paul Parks, President of the Alberta Medical Association. Dr. Parks, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, from your perspective or the AMA's perspective, I mean, what, what is ailing primary care in Alberta at the moment? Oh, well, really simply, it's kind of uh, two things. It's been starved for funding. Uh, for a long time, but then actually the last government, unilateral changes uh, by Minister Shandro and the previous government really rolled back uh, probably a 30% pay cut, if if not more, right before the pandemic on primary care to the point where family physicians just cannot afford to keep their their offices open. They're they're just not viable. They're just 
the fee-for-service type of model that they're paying family physicians is just not enough to support the teams and do the primary care that Albertans need. So uh, I would say, you know, the focus has to be on making the, the thousands of family physicians we have out there, making it uh, viable for them to be able to do that longitudinal. So by that, we mean that kind of cradle-to-grave, you know, be able to take care of you through your lifespan type of family medicine care that we've always known. We need to invest in that. We need to stabilize and support that. Right. And to what extent has the Alberta government done any of that? Well, we're in, you know, we're in negotiations and discussing with uh, the minister about how desperate it is right now. And so that was what that MOU was, was saying we, we absolutely have to stabilize businesses, the family Family medicine specialists are, are small businesses, and they have overhead. They uh, inflation's going up. They're just like any any challenges of a small business, except that they can't change their funding model. They're they're locked into an art, you know a funding model that really has taken massive hits in the last three four years, and 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 so that's the part that we're trying to do really desperately with the minister of health right now is say stabilize the family physicians that you have right now, stabilize the practices and. I got to stress after hearing the premier's words there that, you know, we shouldn't be confusing Albertans that any care is is equivalent, that anybody out there that is part of the primary care team is the same as everybody else in it. Because family medicine specialists are the foundation of primary care. Yes, having other allied health care workers like nurse practitioners, pharmacists, different allied health care workers plugging into the team and working in an integrated manner, that's a good thing. But the, you don't want to see a world where there's no family medicine specialists around uh, in Alberta now. That would that would be you know drastic and devastating for for healthcare in our province. So the announcement we got from the province about nurse practitioners does does that mean you know that the government is shifting its focus? I guess it, it, I mean, what about these other issues that maybe should be resolved first? Well, so that was the thing that surprised me about the announcement last week, and a lot of my colleagues is talking with the. The Minister of Health, it seems like the priority is on family medicine specialists. But here's, here's another thing that's really important. Albertans have to understand there are not, you know, hundreds and hundreds of nurse practitioners out there currently that are not working. They're just sitting in the wings ready to just go work if we, if we created a model where they could go work independent. They're all ready. You know, there's already a massive deficit of them, and they're already working integrated in family medicine offices or in hospitals. They're already currently serving the needs of Albertans in different ways in the system. And so mm-hmm. if, if we just create a model that moves them out of functioning spaces and goes into a place where they're, they're delivering care, where we already know that they cannot do the full scope, you know, complex care that a family medicine specialist can do, all we're going to do is, is throw the system off balance. We're just gonna we're gonna hurt hurt the system in other ways if we you know and the key piece is there's thousands of family docs out there you know not not hundreds of maybe nurse practitioners there's actually thousands of family docs out there that need help need stabilization so they can do the amazing care they're doing every day. Well, I do wonder, and I think that's the concern that some have raised, that, you know, where where you have nurse practitioners that aren't able to do certain things that doctors can, and are patients going to, to know that ahead of time? Are we going to have a situation where, you know, someone goes to a nurse practitioner, but then they're going to s- still have to see a family physician anyway, and how all of that gets handled? Well, it's quite interesting. So in, anything we do in this system, it should be balanced and evidence-based approach. And one thing is other jurisdictions have, have experimented with nurse practitioners working totally independent and they've found studies that found that 
patients that go in and nurse practitioners get referred more, that they go to emerge, they get sent to emerge more. Like there's a lots of different utilization of diagnostic testing is higher. There's lots of things that when they work totally independent and aren't sure where their scope ends or where, where the patient is too complex, um, that it, it actually drives up costs and it doesn't, it doesn't achieve the things that we would hope uh, that Albertans would want, which is robust primary care in an integrated team-based way. So, so it, that that's why looking at the evidence and actually doing this in an evidence-based manner. Absolutely, they, they. I should probably just be really blunt and say, you know, nurse practitioners cannot replace family specialists. Family medicine specialists are different. The training's different. Uh, they they are the ones that do the complex diagnosis and complex care, and so. I, I think we just got to get the shift, the shift the focus right back to the priority, which is our, our family medicine specialists out there. And I think the minister and I have a good relationship and we've been working on this. So a bit surprised to see, see such a focus on maybe 100 nurse practitioners in, in the next year or two versus the thousands we have now. Let's get the focus back on the family specialists we have right now. Right. And by the way, I mean, the premier has asserted that, you know, nurse practitioners can do 80% of what family physicians can do. And it's it's not clear where she got that number from. There seems to be some dispute of, you know, the extent of that, you know, the, the, those those practices. I mean, I don't know. Is, is it possible to quantify it in that way? Or, or what can you tell us about it? But yeah, I mean, I think it's a made up number. I, like I can't, I'm not, I'm not sure how you would be able to say, yes, exactly. This nurse practitioner can do exactly 80% and here are the 20% it can't do. Like, I mean, the training is very different between family medicine specialists and nurse practitioners and they have very different roles. And again, I don't, I don't want to sound like I don't think nurse practitioners, uh, that they they don't have value to add they absolutely do and they in integrated with family medicine specialists and and working in a team way where they can do their full scope and when something seems a bit more complex and they're in the same office as a family medicine specialist and can discuss the case with them that that's the way it should work and that's the way that it that that's the way that we know we'll get the best bang for our buck and everybody will be maximizing their scope but I mean, just to throw out a number like 80%, it's kind of, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I don't know where you'd get that from. And, and in the end, the bigger piece about it, again, as I would say, is that we have amazing family specialists here, but, but one of the comments the Premier did, did make that's correct is that because of the funding model right now, the way that we fund that longitudinal, the family doc that takes care of you through your life, that, that type of care, because of the way we fund that in Alberta, the Premier is right that family specialists are doing any other type of care instead of that because the funding just does it no longer works it's just not viable okay so where does all of this go from here i mean there there are negotiations still continuing right for a a new deal with doctors with the province uh yeah i mean we have we have a contract but we're 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 working directly with the minister of health on this memorandum of understanding because i think the minister understands that if we if we can you know invest some money right now to stabilize and bring us back like I, I'll, I'll say it again, three, three, four years ago when unilateral cuts were made, it, it, it amounted to more than a 30% pay cut uh, to family physicians. So if we if we invested some of that money back, stabilized their practice, and then switched to this longitudinal funding model that we put in front of the government and the minister, I think that would incent a lot more family docs to go into that type of care. And and we know why we know that will 
because BC's already done it, Manitoba's done it, Nova Scotia's done it. They've switched their funding models for family physicians, and they've had they've had a, a huge gain in family docs going and doing that type of care. So those provinces didn't focus on you know a hundred nurse practitioners; they focused on the thousands of family docs they had and, and changed the funding model. So that's that's what we have to do in Alberta as well. Yeah, and it's interesting because you often hear about you know what doctors earn, and the province points out that you know doctors typically earn more here in Alberta than elsewhere, but it's not just about what the doctors earn, right? It's about the support for that that infrastructure to be able to have a clinic, have all of those supports. So when we talk about funding, I guess it's it's much more than just what the doctors are earning. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, that, that's one thing that's really important for Albertans to understand is that fam- family docs, when they bill uh, anything and everything they bill, it's to keep the lights on in their office. It, it all goes to pay their staff, pay their nurses that are working in there, pay for any and all supplies that they're using when they see the patients. So uh, that funding model, when it's not like a physician's on a salary, it's all the money they take in goes in to keep that small business running. And because of the way it's been funded for the last three, four years, it's it's made it so they can't keep the lights on. And And then what's happening more and more in Alberta is there'll be, if you take a practice, for example, four docs and one decides to leave, well, all of a sudden, the three docs left. Their overhead went up 25%. And it's not like you, you can carve off half of your office and sell it to someone or that. You still have those expenses. And everybody's been seeing that again and again. And and then the one other piece is as the other provinces are, are actually, you know, investing in family medicine specialists and investing in the longitudinal funding model. Uh, if Alberta doesn't stay competitive, then, then we'll be in a scenario where our family physicians will, will leave to those other provinces and, and all we'll have left in Alberta is uh, is 100 nurse practitioners a, a year, maybe that could maybe pick up the slack. So it, that's not the that's not the future we want in Alberta. All right. Well, we'll see what all goes from here. Much more. AlbertaDoctors.org. Doctor Parks, thanks so much for joining us here. Appreciate it.